Welcome. We are so glad you've joined us today. Are you ready for another Bayside Christian Church podcast? Let's get straight into it. We've got all these amazing people sitting in our church or serving faithfully in our church or community and sometimes we just don't know what God's doing in and through their precious lives. So God is faithful. Psalm 100 verse 5 says, For the Lord is good, His unfailing love continues forever and His faithfulness continues to each generation. I think that's the power of what we're seeing today, generations. And let's pass on, let's do it by our example. The, the Passion Version says, For the Lord is always good and ready to receive you. He's so loving that it will amaze you, so kind that it will astound you, and He is famous for His faithfulness toward all. Everyone knows our God can be trusted, for He keeps His promises to every generation. And I've heard over the years saying, oh, what are we going to do with our young people? I'm not sure how they're going to turn out. Well, probably your parents were saying the same to you. <laughs> you know? And if you read history, the generation, you go back to the Bible and some of the Bible parents saying, how are my kids going to turn out? But let me tell you, God's faithful. And if we honour him and by example and impart who we are in Christ, it's amazing how God takes each generation in his hands and in his journey. So I just want to ask the question, how can you be faithful to God? I want to just share a couple of key points. Number one, if you want to be faithful to God, you need to know His faithfulness to you. You need to experience it. Maybe you're here today and say, well, I've never experienced His incredible love. Or it's a long time since I've felt His presence or provision or power in my life. Lamentations 3.22 says, Because of the Lord's great love, we are not consumed, for His compassions never fail. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. I say to myself, the Lord is my portion, therefore I will wait for him. And I think that's the verse that that hymn was written on. Great is your faithfulness. And we need to remind ourselves and experience that in our lives. Um, and so you need to know his faithfulness. The Amplified Version says they are new every morning. Great and abundant is your ability, stability and faithfulness. And I thank God I grew up in a Christian home where my parents displayed that. And they were so faithful to God. They made sure we read the Bible every day at home as a family. And I remember we'd get around the table after dinner at night and the Bible would come up, we'd all get a copy we'd all, and we'd read two verses each throughout the Bible. And uh, it was fascinating. Even as little kids, as soon as we could read, we had to read our verses around that table and then mum or dad would pray for us. And that's, I was taught that from the youngest child. And, and we went to church every Sunday. Every Sunday. And we lived in the bush. And I think I can count on my hand the number of times I didn't make it to church from when I was a baby till I was 17. And the only times it didn't happen was when we were flooded in and we couldn't get to church. If the car was broken down... Dad or mum would ride a horse or we would get someone to come and pick us up. That wasn't an excuse. They'd ring the pastor and say, who can come and pick us up? So I was at church every Sunday and most times twice a Sunday and sometimes three times a Sunday because mum played at two different churches and dad did the offering and communion at two different churches. So we end up going to two different churches and Sunday school was at one morning church and it was afternoon or night. So I was raised two or three times a day in church on Sundays that's why I love church. 
It didn't make me religious or turn me away. It gave me a love for Jesus and his presence. And some people, oh, you can't make them go. Hey, we, we weren't made to go. We were encouraged to go. And when we got there, we loved it because we met young people and we grew in our faith. So number one, if you want to be faithful to God, you need to personally know his faithfulness in your life and get around people that will display that. Number two, you've got to realize that you don't live your life on feelings and emotions alone. Because feelings and emotions, I shared the other week that happiness is based on happenings, but the joy of the Lord is based on who He is. And so many people base their life on happiness or emotions and feelings. And when it doesn't go well, we say, well, God, you've let me down. I'm not showing up for a while. And we're tempted to do that. But I've learned that God is faithful. Proverbs 3 verse 3 says, Let love and faithfulness never leave you. Bind them around your neck and write them on the tablet of your heart write them on the tablet of heart that God is faithful and when you have lived for 30 or 40 or 50 or 60 or 70 years as a Christian you've learned that God's faithful you've just proven that he is faithful I look at all these um, beautiful people here many with gray hair some with no hair um, but they have proven God is faithful by their journey of life and I've had the joy of baptizing people in their 80s and 90s um, when they've come to know Jesus later in life. What a joy. So no matter what age you are, you can come and experience it. This is one of my favorite verses, along with about 300 others. 1 Corinthians 15, 58 <coughs> says, So now, beloved ones, stand firm and secure. Live your lives with an unshakable confidence. We know that we prosper and excel in every season by serving the Lord. Because we are assured that our union with the Lord makes our labour productive with fruit that endures. The Amplified says, Therefore, my beloved brethren, be firm, steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, always being superior, excelling, doing more than enough in the service of the Lord, knowing and being continually aware that your labour in the Lord is not futile, it is never wasted and to no purpose." Wow, some older people in our community wonder if they, they're worth or valuable anymore. You know, they sometimes get not visited by family. They sometimes get neglected in nursing homes. And we hear the stories and my heart breaks. I think, God, that's not how our older people need to be treated. We need to honour one another of all ages and especially those that have been faithful to serve our community and our church and our families. And we want to say... We want to honour you today because of your faithfulness, because you just refuse to give up. I was taught perseverance and never give up. And, I, and younger people today, sometimes we give up, give up too quick. Let's never give up. Let's persevere and let's be faithful. Thirdly, if you want to know, be faithful to God. Follow God's word and ways, not other people's opinions. It's so easy in our social media world, our, our busy world, that we are so, we get the herd mentality and we can follow other people's opinions instead of God's word and his ways. Psalm 145, 13 says, Your kingdom is an everlasting kingdom and your dominion endures through all generations. The Lord is trustworthy in all he promises and faithful in all he does. So when you read the Bible or hear someone preaching, let me tell you, you can trust your life on it. His promises are true. Some of us have been let down by people. They promised something and they never delivered. And our trust factor goes down and down. I want to encourage you that you can trust the Lord and his word. 
And we've proven that over and over in our lives. Next one is don't give up when you're afraid, discouraged or distracted. God's faithful. 1 Corinthians 10.13 says, We all experience times of testing, which is normal for every human being. When a tough time comes, they say, God, where are you? He says, well, you're just on planet Earth living life. And you're going to have relationships. You're going to have uh, health challenges. You're going to have disappointments in life. They are normal. But this is the good news. But God will be faithful to you. He will screen and filter the severity, nature and timing of every test or trial you face so that you can bear it. And each test is an opportunity to trust Him more. Do you hear that? It's an opportunity to trust Him more, not less. If you want to be faithful to God, trust Him more when you go through tough times, not less. You hold on tighter. You're not pulled back and say, God, you've let me down. Why didn't you answer my prayer? God, why hasn't the breakthrough come yet? Why hasn't the healing or the breakthrough come yet? We can ask those questions, but faithful people say, God, I don't yet understand, but I'm going to trust you. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In other words, you won't understand why some things happen. Right now, some of you are going through things, say, I don't understand why this is happening. God, it would be great if it was all just perfect. But life's not like that because we live in a fallen world with imperfect people And have a look at yourself. Sometimes we mess up occasionally too. So God's there to help us. And it goes on and says, He's faithful. And each test is an opportunity to trust Him more. For along with every trial, God has provided for you a way of escape that you will bring out, He will bring you out of it victoriously. Another way, if you want to uh, be faithful, is focus on caring for people. And then Stephen Vowell, they shared that by teaching, by, by nursing, by caring. Focus on others less than yourself, and you'll find your life will be faithful and fruitful. I've learned that, that if you just love and care for others in church, in your extended family, in our community, you will find that the years roll on and Stephen Val now are being interviewed all these decades later because they've just refused to give up and they've been faithful. And some of us have made mistakes. We've me- we have messed up, but God will restore us and redeem us as Helen so ably communicated today. 1 Peter 4.10 says, Each of you should use whatever gift you have received to serve others as faithful stewards of God's grace in its various forms. So God gives us grace, experiences, and we are to share them with others. I've found one of the keys of life is the fifth commandment. The fifth commandment says, it's repeated in Ephesians 6.2, For the commandment, honour your father and your mother, was the first of the Ten Commandments with a promise attached. You will prosper and live a long, full life if you honour your parents. Wow, I think so many people forget the power of this. Now, what if your parents didn't do it right? What if they actually were poor parents? What if they didn't do a really good job because of their own brokenness? Does that mean we don't honour them? You honour their role as parents, but even if they, you can't, fully respect them for how they did it and sometimes we push that aside and we get angry and frustrated and we blame and dump and we miss out on the blessing of what this verse says you can honor someone I can honor a policeman just because there's one corrupt policeman gets found it doesn't mean I don't honor the police force as who they are as delegated authorities of God it's the same with parents and grandparents I've found those who learn the power of this it says you'll live a blessed life you will live a blessed life how do you honor by your words 
by your gifts, by your attitudes, by your actions. And some have had broken families say, well, they don't want to talk to me. You still make every effort to send them a card on their birthday. You still do make every effort to extend honour to them and see what God will do in your life. And sometimes it's the bridge for God to reach their hearts. If you've had a blessed family where your parents or grandparents have been Christians, then continue to honour them, even in old age. I've watched people that have kept honouring their parents by their words and actions, even in old age, and God's blessing comes on them. I'm not saying it's easy, but I'll tell you, that, that promise is so, so true. And if some of you haven't understood the power of that, I encourage you to investigate the fifth commandment. It says you'll prosper and live a long life, full life, if you honour your parents. A couple more quickly. Faithfulness is a fruit of the Spirit. So if you let the Holy Spirit work in your life... Galatians 5.22, but the fruit of the Spirit, the result of His presence within us is love, unselfish concern for others, joy, inner peace, patience, not the ability to wait, but how we act while waiting. Uh-oh. That one gets me every time I read that. How are we when the line just continues to grow in front of you and people push into the line while you're hungry and lining up to order some food? That's a test. Or when someone cuts you off at the roundabout for the 15th time on the way to the shops. That's a test. Yeah. Kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. So it's actually a fruit of the Spirit. Let it grow in your life. And a couple others to wrap it up today. Follow other people's example. Paul said, I follow, follow me as I follow Christ. Can you say that to your um, generations, follow me as I've followed Christ, or trust God as I've trusted. And they say, well, yeah, not everything's worked out. No, it hasn't worked out yet, but I'm still trusting God. It's those faithful words and the power of that. It says, Enoch walked faithfully with God, then he was no more because God took him away. He was out walking one day and he just walked straight into heaven. That's an amazing story. That's Genesis 5.24. Noah, it says in Genesis 6.9, was a righteous man, blameless among the people of his time, and he walked faithfully with God. Genesis 17.1, when Abram was 99 years old, the Lord appeared to him and says, I am God Almighty, walk before me faithfully and be blameless. 99, God says, hey, Abraham, don't forget to stay faithful. I don't think we've got any 99-year-olds here today, so we all qualify for this promise, keep walking faithfully before God. And the last one, God rewards faithfulness. It's worth the journey of trusting God. And many have proven this. 1 Samuel 16, 23 says, The Lord rewards everyone for their righteousness and faithfulness. And when you do get older, the body gets a few more aches and pains. I was doing some painting of that yesterday and I woke up this morning with a sore wrist and a few other things. I thought, this body doesn't work as well as it used to. I must be getting close to 60. <laughs> and sometimes our mind isn't quite as sharp. I read a poem a while ago on all the things that happen when you get old. I wasn't going to read it today because I don't want to embarrass any of us. But the one I remember or forget is when you go down the other end of the house and you've forgotten what you went to get. Isn't that so frustrating? I meet occasional young people who say, yeah, I forgot what I was going to do. And, uh, but God's faithfulness is there and His power is there to help us. And you've proven God. So you, when you pray, things happen because you've found that 
5 or 10 or 20 or 30 or 40 years, you found the faithfulness of God. And I just think, wow, you're powerful. Matthew 25, 21 says, His master said, in, Well done, good and faithful servant. You've been faithful and trustworthy a little. I'll put you in charge of many things. Share in the joy of your master. He said, well done, good and faithful servant, not well done, good and famous servant. Or well done, good and rich servant. Or well done, good and popular servant. Doesn't matter how many likes you got on your Facebook post. It's about, do you get the tick of approval from our awesome God is what really, really counts in the end. It's great to be loved and and popular. And if God bless you with riches, enjoy them so you can bless others. But it's well done, good end faithful servant and as the team comes the last verse Psalm 92 12 I preached this a few weeks ago and I love this verses the righteous will flourish like the date palm long lived upright and useful they will grow like a cedar in Lebanon majestic and stable planted in the house of the Lord they will flourish in the courts of our God growing in grace they will still thrive and bear fruit and prosper in old age They will flourish and be vital and fresh, rich in trust and love and contentment. Wow. I want to encourage you, no matter what age you are, let's flourish in our souls, in our relationships, in our families, in our service for Jesus, in our career, in whatever area we are. And I look out over this crowd and I see some people, you've been incredibly faithful through some difficult times. Some of you are in the middle of a huge battle for your soul. Maybe today you're here and you've never experienced His love and faithfulness. Jesus calls you to say, hey, come on, open the door of your heart and begin to trust Him and see what Jesus will do. He's a miracle working God. He's the one that can set you free. He can make purpose for your life that you've never had before. God's calling some of you back into His kingdom and purpose. Now you've once known Jesus, but somewhere along the line, you have lost some of your faith and your commitment. But today, I feel God calling you back. It's time to stand up and say, I'm going to stand for Jesus today. I'm going to follow Him closely with all of my heart. Because let me tell you, the rewards of following Jesus are worth every challenge and every uh, misunderstanding or persecution that may come your way. And He's a miracle working God. He wants to break those addictions and strongholds. You say, well, our family's never had honour and trust. God can call you to start that new generation in your household. You might be the first one to break that cycle of addiction in your household. The first one that knows how to love and honour and accept and forgive in your household. How awesome is that? Thank you for joining us. The Bayside Christian Church community aims to transform our city and beyond with the life and power of Jesus Christ. If you want to know more or just keep in touch, check us out at www.baysidechristianchurch.com.au or follow us on our social media sites at Bayside Christian Church.